Are you ready to listen to my dad, Joe, and Uncle Justin talk about sports? Now on with the show. The Joe Mays and J-Raff Show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which have been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to the Joe Mays and J Raff Show. Boring. A <clears throat> weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time? With a focus on football. Sue, late in his career, is going to have his first Super Bowl title. Now, no wonder they want to call the Tampa Bay or Tampa Brady. One more snap, would you have guessed when this impossible season was trying to launch that you'd get it all in you'd get to tampa and when the super bowl ended the ball would be in the hands of tom brady i don't know why we ever think it won't the tampa bay buccaneers have a second super bowl title in franchise history and tom brady doesn't pass the torch quite yet to mahomes does he even though you're looking at the greatest right there. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffoff. If we could just make sure that Leonard Fournette doesn't get any more points than what I've already seen him get in the first 10 minutes of this game. Chris Godwin, good. Yes, Feeding Chris Godwin, I'm fine with that. I'm 20, fine I with want, Chris I Godwin. 20 receptions for 180 yards and three touchdowns. Tonight we're anti-Fournette and anti-Evans. That's where we're at. I'm, I'm all on board. I'm all on board. I mean, we're always anti-Tom Brady. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but in all but to be honest, if Tom Brady's doing well... Get him! What are... Uh, <laughs> If Tom Brady's doing well on passes to Chris Godwin, I, I can deal with that tonight. Stop throwing to Fournette. Like, this is maddening. Hand it to Fournette, but have Fournette throw it to Godwin. No, that wouldn't help. No, me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want that either. Oh, okay. So, welcome to episode 343 of the Joe Mays and J-Raff show, as we're here in the 2021 NFL season, nearing the end. We're in week 15. Are you, like, could some... Oh, he fumbled. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm speechless as he's already racked up probably like six points just on receptions alone. Like, is there a linebacker or a nickel cornerback <laughs> that's going to cover him? No. Apparently not. <laughs> Episode 343, coincidental, as I'm now playing Halo Infinite. And for those of you that are into Halo, know the significance of 343. And that means nothing to Justin, but I just wanted to point it out. I'm not sure I've played a Halo game since Halo 1. Well, it wasn't Halo 1. It was just Halo. Um, I Actually, that's not true. I'm sure I played the second one when it came out. Mm, but I'm well, not I mean, sure we I used to have epic Halo system link. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I played that. And I honestly have played the first one. I played, like, a campaign, like, the whole way through. Like, I, I did that. Um, but I haven't really done anything since well honestly i don't know that i've bought a video game in the last decade i have 
Right. Well, I, I say that's not true. During the during quarantine, I bought I bought um Did you buy ca- college football? No, I bought Mario Kart on Wii for Austin with the steering wheel and all yes, that stuff. So yes. like um good stuff. But that was the last thing and cuz like the Wii wasn't ours. Like we went out to Denver a couple years ago and my Son like enjoyed it, so my sister was like, nah, he can take it. We never play it, so we just oh. brought it home with us. And, Even uh, better, free right. week. So, um, and he plays it occasionally. He he enjoys it, but uh, yeah, he he'll play my old Xbox 360 some, but it's usually it's the college game or the NCA or the NFL game. The well, game. you're gonna have to not only buy a new video game. Oh. You're gonna have to buy a new video game system oh, gladly, in no. in Glad- about a year. Gladly, yeah. Gladly. Like next holiday season, you're probably gonna be in the market um, for a, that'll be all right because the new college football game is supposed to be out next, like next next summer, not summer 2022. Summer 2023 is when uh, we're supposed to be getting the new EA Sports, whatever they're calling co- the college football game. It's not NCAA. I think it's just college football, right? It's probably going to be college football, yeah. And they're still working out some of those things, but with NIL and full force now, a bunch of schools have con- committed to the the licensing clearinghouse. I know there's a few schools that like have already backed out, but, right, but there's time for to get right, them and, back and in the game. And here's the thing. Like, this will sound silly, but like you're not going to want to be one of those schools where the players – can't can't be themselves right. in the video game. They're not going to want that. They're honestly like, like people with the way be like, things are right now. People are kids are not going to not go to a school just because they can't be themselves in the video game. But I'd be like, that's going to matter. It may not be the deciding no, factor, no. but it could be something that tips it in favor of another right. school. It like, won't be a, one it little won't thing. Be like the biggest thing for anyone. But if you think it wouldn't matter at all, I don't think you understand how how recruiting works. And, At all, yeah. You right, are right. way And there are many, many factors, but that kind of thing is a big thing. It's the same thing where people are like, oh, like, they would never go somewhere because of the uniforms. Well, yes, they will. Oregon may. Right. They may not go there strictly because of the uniforms. But to think that, like, Oregon wearing all those uniforms doesn't, like, have any effect? No, that's If it didn't have any effect, they wouldn't do it. Like, they're either making a ton of merchandising or getting recruits. Right. Like, otherwise, they wouldn't do it. Very few things are done just for fun. I hate to tell you. I hate to rain on that parade. But, so the college football game will come out. Justin's going to need a new system. I don't know. I might need a new system by then because I do not have the the latest Xbox. We'll see what, what comes out when that debuts. But, yeah, video games... Um, obviously I bought Halo recently, so I have bought one in the last 10 years, but I also bought a bunch of games that are not for me because we're, uh, we're getting the girls Nintendo switch lights for Christmas. Nice, nice, so nice. I bought a, a bunch of games for them and, uh, we're have been having fun getting that set up for them to play. That's so, cool. That's because cool. we, I told Kelly, I was like, I have to have this ready to go out of the box. Oh, like yeah, it can't yeah. be, all right, open it up and now take an hour and a half to get it set up, you know? Yeah connected to the internet and set up an account and turn on the parental controls right. and download patches for game. Like I was right. like, this needs to be done. Right. And uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. So Justin and I heard to talk about NFL season, you know, 2021 or week 15, we're nearing the end of the season, but things are pretty crazy. A lot of teams still in play for the playoffs. Aren't any great teams we think right now? I don't know. Maybe some would say Green Bay. I'm not really sold on that. I think they clinched today. 
They clinch a spot, right? Did they clinch the division? division Did they? Well, I believe Tampa Bay can do that tonight, too, as we watch them play the Saints. I think they can, yes. Yes. But also, two pretty weak divisions, I feel like. Um, yeah, I, I this think year. the, this the year. chance for New Orleans to challenge Tampa Bay may have gone by the wayside no, when James Winston got injured. And Right. I look at it like this. New Orleans lost to the Eagles. There you go. It tells you everything you need to well, know. Well, that was Pretender. also a severely depleted New no, Orleans I team, right? So is, right. They don't have Sean Payton tonight. They, well, and they didn't, and but they they didn't have Jameis. And they didn't they have Jameis. They didn't have Kamara when they right, played the Eagles. Right, right. They have I also Kamara look, now. Right. I also look at Atlanta. The Eagles beat Atlanta. Not a, not a contender. The Eagles, Eagles play beat Carolina. Carolina. Not a contender. Like the Eagles play Tampa. Yeah, they lost on a Thursday night. Not not terribly. Like I but just they, don't remember they, that. It was a Thursday night game earlier in the year. Okay. But, uh, well, obviously it wasn't later in the year. Um, it was week but, seventeen. Yeah. Oh. It was next week. All right, that was nice. Give yeah, credit fine. to uh, Taysom yes. Hill, and Marcus Callaway. But this was a wacky week because not just the NFL. Basically, everywhere is going through yet another um, COVID upswing, massive outbreak. This Omicron variant is not playing nice, Mm -hmm. and people are getting sick. And in order to avoid spreading the coronavirus once again, as we wake our way towards a two-year mark now of this pandemic... Sports leagues are adapting, and one of the things the NFL did this week because of issues with multiple teams is they started to delay games. There was supposed to be a second game yesterday, actually, which would have been the first game on Saturday because I know right. you were upset we didn't get football right. until the like, late window. Right. Like, I just, it, it's fun when there's those back to back games on Saturday afternoon and evening, and we miss that because yeah. of the game. Well, and, like, I, 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 un, I get it. It's just frustrating. It's well, frustrating because. The way the NFL has handled it, in my opinion, it has not been the best. We talked about last week how we don't like the late. I mean, we like the late night game, but we don't like it because we don't watch the whole thing, right? right. Because we're, especially on Sunday nights, right? We so got to get up the next Saturday day to work. Night, yeah, Saturday night's not as bad. A little I actually bit better. Watched last night, but then yeah, Sunday night. Like I'm not going to watch the, re- the to the end of the. Most likely, I'm not going to watch to the end of the game tonight because I got work tomorrow morning. So right. like, no thanks. Maybe I will. <laughs> well, so we got one game on Saturday. We had a game Thursday night. It was a heck of a game last night. We had a heck of a game Thursday night, too. Yeah, we did. Between the Chiefs and yeah, the Chargers. Did. I didn't Huge stay up game. for that one either. I went to bed. Heck of a game last night between the Colts and oh, Patriots. Geez. And now, today, we finish with a whole bunch of more games. This is the first week since early in the season there aren't any teams on bye. Uh, so I believe today we had, do we have 10 games today? Is that right? Because I think there's four yeah, games left. Yeah, four games two left. Two Monday, two Tuesday. Is yeah, that right? Yeah. So we had 10 games today, and again, we had some uh, some interesting games, some that came down to the last play, the last moments. Um, one of those being, again, um, not to uh, to rub it in to your, in your mom's face, but right. the Ravens, again, lose because of a failed two-point conversion. Yeah. That's two games. That's a two-game swing. Like, right. That is massive. Yeah. Be- and now the Bengals lead that division. Right. With the Browns to play, but right. still. But if the Browns win, if the Browns win tomorrow, they're in first place. That's crazy. Yeah. And 
another team in the NFC North making uh, waves. Although I, I don't know in our pool if this is going to help me a lot. I took Pittsburgh today. Okay. Um, I showed my dad because he, he said, he's like, how many people took Pittsburgh? I was like, I did. And I was like, well, at least I think I did. And I pulled up the, the Google Sheets with him. I was like, here you go. Moment of truth. And I unhid, my, I unhid my, my column. My, and- mo- my mom took Detroit. Okay, well. No, not okay. You're not supposed to take Detroit. But, I mean, she's probably the only one. Yeah, and, yeah. Go ahead. I know what you're no. going to say. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Not going to say it. So. But she already told me to tell you to stop with the Ravens talking. <laughs> Look, I'm not, I mean, this is, there's no vendetta here. There's nothing, I'm not out to get anyone. I mean, you know I'm not a huge Ravens fan, but when a team loses twice in, what, a month, so so here's the failed two point conversion. I two weeks ago I disagreed with it against the Steelers because the Steelers like had I know they said they were all oh, were depleted in the secondary and everything, but just the Steelers hadn't shown a real threat to like just openly score and you have a great kicker you have the best kicker so like that that was my take in that game. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers and they do have a depleted secondary. <laughs> like I understand going for it today, especially because you have your backup quarterback. So you have your backup quarterback. Like you know, you look at the way the system's set up in the NFL. Like I, I get it. I understand. Um, it comes down to executing the play. Honestly, both times. Like last time, they got a blitz and Jackson had to rush the throw, and it went off of Mark Andrews' hand. I know it would have been an insane catch, but. We saw Saquon make a, a harder catch today. Right. Um, oh, that catch was th- unreal. I, I disagree with the play call today. Um, how do you run a play that has one option for your two-point conversion? Like, I, I don't like that. Um, with the way they had been moving things, I think they should have done something. Well, there's plenty of two-point plays out there. All you got to do is watch the Illinois-Penn State game into how to not convert on second yes. down and then start from there. Or not on second down, a two-point conversion. But throughout the uh, season, I, I just feel like. <laughs> so do they not have the pirate ship there anymore in Tampa? Oh, I thought they did. I didn't look like they do. Really? Yeah, right there yeah. on that scene. Huh. And I was looking for it last week or last time they played, and I didn't see it either. Hmm. But that would that's be where you to went me. to the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. So our our remaining games are we already talked L- Las Vegas. Cleveland is a huge one. Cleveland wins. They move into first place in the N- or excuse me, the AFC North. That one is tomorrow at five o'clock. But the Raiders could climb into the back into the wild card mix if they if they get a win. I, I I'm for Cleveland in this one because Las Vegas beat Miami in overtime earlier in the year, and if Miami wants any choice or any chance to make it into that final seed, I need I need the Raiders to lose. So I'm unfortunately a Cleveland fan uh, for that game. Then I'm a huge, huge Vikings fan tomorrow night against the Bears. Uh, that game is a normal Monday night game at 8.15. I need a huge game from Dalvin Cook to uh, to uh, advance in my fantasy league because Leonard Fournette is just killing me tonight with all these catches so far. So I need a big night from Dalvin Cook tomorrow. Vikings, Bears, Vikings trying to stay in the NFC playoff picture. They're such an up-and-down team. They're a tough one. You lose to the Lions one week. You beat the Steelers next week. Just really, really, really up and down. Tuesday then, uh, one of the other delayed games was Seahawks-Rams. 
Rams trying to leapfrog into first in the yeah. uh, NFC West after the yeah. game that yeah, talk uh, about how things could change. Like basically from Thanksgiving to now, if the yeah. Rams win, they're in first place in in their division. They would be ten and four. They nine and four against the five and eight Seahawks. And could put the, probably the nail in the coffin for the Seahawks season. I I know at five and eight, it's unlikely they are to win out, but they they could. Um, I don't think it's going to happen, but they, they could. And and if they do, they could be in a spot where they might be able to creep into that last wild card spot or something. But if the Rams beat them, their season's done. Then the other game on Tuesday at seven o'clock, both games at seven. Is Washington against Philadelphia? Both teams at six and seven. Both have hopes to sneak in also to the NFC Wild Card uh, along with the Minnesota Vikings and the Eagles. And Washington play each other twice over the next three weeks. Yeah, so this is a huge game uh, in that regard. I can either team. I guess they statistically so, still catch Dallas. So, yes, if okay. the, if Washington and and Philly tie tomorrow, Dallas clinches the division. If either team wins, no. they can't clinch till next week. Until next week. Right. Okay. So this one, this is one of those, though, that I look at. This is a slam dunk win for the Eagles, right? With the way that Washington is, and, is shorthanded and the issues they've been going through. Well, for Washington all week. got four guys back today. They'll probably get more guys back tomorrow, including their their top two quarterbacks, maybe back tomorrow. So, oh, and because they're not playing today, um, McLaurin's going to clear concussion protocol like tomorrow so he's going to be available so like washington's getting a bunch of guys back are they are they physically capable of performing properly though is going to be the eagles the big... lost to the giants two weeks ago there are no guaranteed wins for the eagles none there are no guaranteed none. wins for any team no as, we went over this last week like as the lions proved I today i still don't think there's a great team like no the packers are playing really well tampa's been playing really well. Kansas City's been playing Kansas really City's well. been playing really well. But outside of those teams and I'd say all those teams are good, but I don't know that any of those teams right now okay, Tampa's weird because they weren't real great and then went on a hot streak at the end last year. But like I feel like Tampa's maybe at the same spot they were last year at this time where you're like, okay. But I wouldn't say the Chiefs are as good as they were last year right now. Right. And I don't know that the Packers are as good right now as they were last year. So it it could be interesting to see how how it plays out. So the Chiefs and Chargers played Thursday night. Kansas City getting the win in overtime, a 35-yard touchdown by Travis Kelsey uh, to give them a two-game lead over the Chargers, and maybe it's, it's essentially three. Did they beat them both times this year? Did Casey and, and no. the Chargers play? Chargers beat the Chiefs the first time. Chargers beat the Chiefs right. the first so time. Right, okay. so was, it was huge because if the Chargers beat the Chiefs, they were going to be in first place. They were going to be in first. Because they'd be yeah. tied, but they would have swept them. So that knocks uh, the Chargers down a bit. Chargers are – they feel like they're almost there. I was starting to think again. I was starting to think, like, hey, maybe this is that team that's going to win some of these games. And then they find a way to lose another close game that they probably should have won. And then last night, thankfully, we saw the New England winning streak come to an end, although the Colts tried to give it to them. Yeah, I didn't pick that one, though. <laughs> yeah, so I did. I, I almost did. I did. I, I, did got, I got those two. There's a few others that I didn't, unfortunately, but – I got uh, Indianapolis over New England. Um, my dad and I were talking about that at the end of the work week. I just didn't just trust. That we needed... I just didn't trust the Colts, like that, because there has been a few times this year where I've been like, "Oh, they turned the corner," and then they haven't. And so this is one where maybe they have. Look, maybe they have. The Patriots are good, and they absolutely could win the Super Bowl, but they're not 
like mo- all oh, the no, teams, no, no, no. they're not you know this this incredible team that can't be exposed, and they right. were exposed. But the thing, oh, go ahead. Well, sorry. I was just gonna say they were exposed a bit. They they didn't great o- offense didn't didn't great get great offensive line play. They had special teams mistakes and they had penalties. Right, and it's tough to win right. games when the, you're not overwhelmingly. The, uh, one of the tough things here though was like you watch those first three games, like oh man, or first three quarters, you're like this is a setback for the Patriots, like because that back. And then Mac Jones leads them, and next thing you know, they're three points away. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, they're a stop from maybe winning this game. And you're like, oh, no. Like, Can't say we haven't seen it before. How about the Colts had not beat the Patriots since before Deflategate? Wow. Yeah. That's going back. Yeah. (laughs) NFC East, Dallas and the Giants, New York just – Bad. Really looking bad. Cowboys not looking not good whatsoever. Looking Cowboys great. just kind Offense of still isn't. Clicking. Yeah, just moving along, getting wins that they need. You know, they ran out to a huge lead last week and nearly gave it away. This one, once again, saw Dak get strip sacked from behind later right. in the game, and just they still got a lot of issues. Right. But the Cowboys have now beaten the Giants nine of the defense last looks ten really times. Good. Defense looks really good. They've got a lot of playmakers. Did Mike have a sack today? I don't know if he did. He had that pass breakup though, like. 20 yards down the field. Like, yeah. This is another game that I think a lot of people were surprised with just because people were rallying around Jacksonville after Urban Meyer yeah, got the boot. So but Texans uh, got their third I, one of the year. I thought about to changing this one, but I did not. I took I, Jacksonville. Yeah. So I was going, I took Houston and then I was going to change because I'm like, I Jack, should have I changed. Like, Jack, I was like, Jacksonville's going to change. Jacksonville's going to rally, you know? And early on, they looked okay, but then the Texans put it on it. And uh, who's the coach in in Houston? Like, has he like maybe like I know there's a lot of talk where oh, maybe um, uh, Cull- a Cully is it? Cully? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Like he, I feel like he deserves another shot at this. I know there was some talk how they're so bad, you know, he's probably just going to get one year done. But, but like they've rallied, and they they that roster has is so bad, and he has them. I know they've only won three games, but like. But that they're team giving teams some issues. They, you know, right. they're they're they're, they're giving team, teams team a fight. Should, the, the Jacksonville roster isn't very good, but they beat you know, like it's, I don't know. Well, and the Jaguars yeah. beat the Texans to start the year, in right? Week one, yeah, right? In week one. The Texans, yeah, they're they're not very good, uh, but Jacksonville just isn't any good either. Like they're no. just not. Jacksonville's, Not good. Jacksonville's in, in line to get the number one draft pick again. Now this says Houston's won eight straight games against Jacksonville. So did, did Houston win the first week? I, I guess I guess Houston made. Oh, you know what? Oh, they yeah, did. that was when Tyrod Taylor. Everyone right, was like, right. "Oh, maybe Houston won't be that bad." Right, and then he right, got hurt. Right. So they beat the Jaguars twice. So the Texans or the Jaguars could have the number one pick back back years. Yeah. Well, it's, and uh, maybe they could trade it for a coach. interesting thing about the Texans and only having three wins. Whenever people talk about like the bad teams in this league, I feel like they're like the fourth or fifth team that gets mentioned, even though they right. have three wins. Well, like, well, everyone is on all over Detroit, but now they've won two of the last three. Well, you know what? What has to happen for the Texans? Well, two things. One, the biggest thing is they need the um, the Sean Watson thing to get resolved one way or the other. Like he's either in trouble and they pretty much just all right, they're done with that, or. He it is that issue resolves and they trade him and start to fully be able to rebuild. Right. You know, like, but they need some closure there, one way or the other. Like, that's I 
also feel like not the GM. The GM's the guy they brought in from New England a couple of years ago. But the the guy who's like the president of football operations right, yeah, who that, has that weird who has come out is the root of many of the problems, not separate from the Deshaun Watson problems, but like he was the issues with Bill O'Brien. He had the issues with like he basically ignited the issues with uh DeAndre Hopkins. Like just all a lot of these things come back to him. Um and so I don't know that it gets better. Like when you have one of those problems, like I don't know right. that it's going to get better. Um, and who knows the Deshaun Watson thing, those legal things, they can take forever to play themselves out. But the, the Texans, I mean, they'll finally have a first round pick in this year in the, in yeah. the, uh, in the, in the draft. And if Watson was available, they could trade him and get more. Right. It'll be interesting, but you know, everyone talks about Detroit, because they were, you know, what, 0-10, 0-11, 0-10-1, yeah. or whatever they were. Now they won two out of three. Talk about Jacksonville with the way Urban Meyer. That was an unmitigated disaster that, that we said was arguably, coming. Arguably one of the worst NFL coaches ever. We said that that was coming all along. Like, I, I just, I don't understand what these billionaires are thinking when they make decisions like that. Uh, the Jags own, owner, Khan, like keeps making mistake after mistake after mistake, and he's just buried his own team. Well, he's he's averaging a new coach every other year. And the, he's closing in on a decade of the team. His next coach, I think, will be the fifth coach. So not counting the interim right now. Right, who, right. Who yeah, don't, yeah, don't count them. The Jets and Giants are both also bad, and that's in a huge and, and market. And they've already kind of said, like, oh, Joe Judge will be back next year. Well, will he? If because, they finish 4-13. and 13, because, Well, and the GM's retiring. Gettleman, yeah. Gettleman's retiring. So what are you going to – you're going to handcuff your new GM with that coach? We've seen how that works. It never works. But they're all – but if they get rid of Judge, Jones is also done. Because yeah. the new GM's going to want to come in and clean house. I agree. You're not like – I know Jones has gotten hurt, you know, not played a bunch he's this also year, been, but he's he seemingly has gotten worse. Like he hasn't shown anything. Right, he right. He had flashes a couple of years ago and he has flashes sometimes, but not often. The team's bad and they invested it. They have weapons. They're just bad. Well, we just no talked about, uh, you know, terrible. I texted you the other day about Kenny Galladay. It just yeah. like randomly, I showed up on like the fantasy yeah. waiver wire and we had drafted him in the Yahoo league that we're yeah. in, but he was the guy in Detroit. Yeah. And he left Detroit, I guess, maybe. I don't, see, I never know. Like, do these guys care about money? They care about winning. I, I don't know right. what to say about that. But he left Detroit for the Giants. And, I mean, I hope he likes the money because he's right. certainly not winning. So, here you go. It's Not that he would necessarily have been winning in, general, in Detroit. But. In general, and I, they talk about this on the one radio show I listened to. They, you know, everybody, like, from outside is like, oh, the Jets are, like, a joke of a franchise. Like, they're all this stuff. And they're, like, basically over the last, like, decade – the Giants and the Jets are like identical records. Like it, it their records are pretty much the same. I think the Giants might have one winning season, the Jets have none or something like. That. But like it, they are really like from a success like standpoint, long term, they are very much the same. Un, un, basically, from the second Super Bowl, the Giants. Well, I was won. gonna say we're a decade removed from that second Super Bowl. Right. Now. So since then, they are pretty much you. You can match them up. They're pretty much statistically the same. Which is like you think I don't know, and I I agree with this because if I had to guess, I would have guessed that the Giants were significantly better than than the Jets. You know what I mean? Like even though the Giants haven't been very good, yeah. So 
Yeah, so that was our that was our Texans, Jaguars, and uh, toilet bowl talk about the terrible teams in the league that have yeah. been eliminated or are about to be eliminated from playoff contention. Two teams that are in or fighting to be in the playoffs: Titans and Steelers. This was a game to watch today. Yeah. Uh, Titans were up, not big, but up on the Steelers at halftime. What was it, thirteen to six or thirteen, 13 to three, three or think. something like that? And the Steelers, like like they did a few weeks ago against the the Ravens, came back and were able to win. 19 to 13. Uh the Titans had a whole bunch of turnovers within four. a short short time frame, uh four overall. Yeah. They they certainly missed Derrick Henry and we I talked they on the show a week but... or two ago about how I just don't trust Ryan Tannehill. Right. I was going to say Tannehill looked like he was had issues today, but also like Julio Jones, man, left the game again, hurt like AJ Brown still the, out. Right. Like they just they don't have the weapons right now. They're nine and five. Um what are what are the Colts? Seven and seven, I think. No, I think they're eight and six. Oh, they're eight and six. So they're, they're eight and six. Game back. So they're game back, but they have the they have the tie break the Titans do because they've beat them twice. Um Yeah, eight and six. Right. So they're eight and six, but the Titans are essentially two games up. Um the Titans are kind of hanging on. They if they, they can get, get healthy, they can, they can make well, a run. They, they could get Derrick Henry back in a few weeks, or maybe week eighteen, right? Or so, like playoffs. But can they make it? They'll make the playoffs, I would think. I don't see them going unless they lose out nine and they're eight. Not but lose out no, because they, they probably play the probably Texans play and the Jaguars yet. Yeah, but like well, any given to, Sunday, not playing the Colts, they have to have some. Of their divisional hey, games, left. any given Sunday, just ask the Cardinals. Yeah, who man who scored twelve points in cliff. Detroit, who put up 30, 30. A couple of Penn Staters so, ha- have helping so, out Detroit. Man, the Cardinals have gone, and this is one of those things where like they this happened to the Cardinals last year. They looked like they were going to be okay, and then like they just fell off. And Kyler got hurt last year, and then it just wasn't the same. Like I know that's not what it was today, but like what is it then? What is it? Like, it's just, I don't know. What about watching the Cardinals right now? It has you believing, like, oh, yeah, they're. Yeah, what, what did they start, 7-0 and or something like that? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's just rough. I mean, losing the Rams last week, like, I get it. Okay, it's fine. They're still, a good team. You split the season series right. with the Rams. Like, okay. But going to Detroit and losing, not just losing, getting beat up. Yeah. Getting beat up by by the Lions. Um well, did they lose to the Niners before that? Like they I think they've lost three in a row. I think they might have been ten in or No, they haven't in, lost three in a row. Okay. No, they haven't lost three in a row. Um Yeah, just not good. Not no. a good look for Arizona, not with the Rams coming on, not with the way Green Bay looks and Dallas is hanging in there. There's a whole bunch of teams in the NFC that they're trying to hold off for the NFC West, or maybe even that first round bye, but I think they're going to have to uh, kiss that goodbye after back to back losses. Now, um, one quasi local um, thing to note: Craig Reynolds, the Detroit running back, 112 rushing yards. He's from, or he played at Kutztown. Yeah. So, really cool story. With I think a, he was the highest uh, graded running back last week. That's awesome. That's really cool. So. Um, I didn't mean to jump over my Dolphins, but they found a way to win again. Hey. Um, missing a couple key guys, 
Tua did not look good today. He had um, two bad interceptions. Okay, okay. The, the pick six, though. Okay, maybe it wasn't the best read on his part, but also the wide receiver, like, didn't come back to the ball. No, I know, and we saw and that he, in the, and the Arizona like went Detroit away. game, like, too. What are you doing? Like, on that route, you have to, like, come and get the ball. Like I right, we all we tell our kids all the time. Don't wait for it when you when you're seeing the ball and you finished your route. C- continue the route to the ball that's coming right. to you, or bad things happen. Right, and he the guy the wide receiver literally just stood there, and the guy got and in front at, of him Ashton and then, Davis right. got in front of it. Which all you had to do was even if you don't catch it, just get in the way. You know, like but he just yeah that wasn't a great throw, but worst play by the receiver in my opinion. The, Miami was missing Jalen Waddle. That was the biggest, oh, biggest yeah. one to be without. And the way he's played this year, and and his attempts to um, make it a conversation or competition with Jamar Chase for the best rookie wide receiver out there. Um, look, I know people are don't believe in Miami, and I get it. I, I don't, can't say that I think that they're any kind of challenger, but they've won six in a row. And, they were oh, one in seven. They're, they're, the teams they beat are all bad. Yeah, but you still have to win those games. Right. They're beating NFL teams, even if if the, the twice it was the Jets. Right. Like I get it, but they have a chance to make the playoffs. Not only make the playoffs, they can still, in theory, win the division. Now they're behind Buffalo in wins, and Buffalo also has the tiebreakers. They beat them twice. However, Buffalo has not looked good over the last six weeks. Miami plays New England yet, and Miami already beat New England once. And they have to play in Miami. So Miami has the Saints next week. They then have... I, I forget who the, who the next the game is, but they also have the... I guess the Patriots are the next one because we already heard that New England has Jacksonville yeah, last week yeah, of the season. Yeah. So it's Saints, Patriots... Oh, who's the last game? It's not a pushover. It's a it's a legitimate competitive team. I can just not I can't remember off the top of my head. They're done with the NFC South, so it's not any of those teams. But it's not an easy schedule, is what I'm getting at. It's not a world beater schedule, but it's it's a it's a tough schedule. Oh, you know what? It might be the Titans. Could be. It might be the Titans. I I just I really can't remember off the top of my head, but the Dolphins will get to prove it, and they have a six-game winning streak. They're seven and seven. They're five hundred. So we'll see what happens with the other games that are yet to be played, and see where Miami sits after this week's slate. But they got to win where it matters, and now they got to um, they got to play the Saints. They get to play them on Monday night too. So everyone, if any of the injuries or COVID issues are lingering, Miami gets an extra day, just like the Saints will, to uh, hopefully put all that behind them. The Bills, speaking of them, did get a win today. Um, they defeated the Panthers, who <laughs> lost their kicker pregame. Yeah, was super weird. Yeah, uh, just and I, is that that's not the first time this happened this year with the team, no. right? Was it? No, who it was it? San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. So just bizarre. But the Panthers, they hung in for a bit, but Buffalo eventually um, went well, out there. It and, was twenty four fourteen. Panthers missed the two point conversion. And then the Bills got a, a last-minute touchdown, like a throwaway touchdown, which killed me in fantasy because I'm going against Josh Allen. So, like, oh, yeah. just another extra touchdown. Thanks. Meaningless. 
<laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. Um. So the Bills move to eight and six again. They're a game in front of Miami, so a game go. behind. Buffalo, all of Buffalo's New wins England. are by fifteen or more points. Right. So if it's a close game, they're going to lose. It's, right. <laughs> it's what it amounts to. Uh, then an, a very exciting one out at Mile High. Oh my God. Cincinnati. A hu- this is a huge win for them because, for time being, it puts them in first place yeah. in the AFC North. This win over Denver, but it also gives them a tiebreaker with Denver, uh, and it also gave them a game lead on, on Denver. Whoever won was moving to eight and six, and whoever yeah. lost was dropping. I to should seven have known, but I picked the Broncos. And I took Cincinnati, but the problem with that was, like, I should have just gone with it. The Eagles beat the Broncos. Don't pick the teams the Eagles beat. Like that. <laughs> Why? Why would you? Why right. would you do it that way? No. Um, so not a high scoring game, very defensive battle. But Cincinnati beat Denver fifteen to ten. At one point in the second quarter, there were more punts than there were first downs in that game. So I thought I had made the right move in fantasy. I benched Burrow to go with Garoppolo. Burrow finished with one or two more points. Um, Garoppolo threw a touchdown, but it wasn't to my guy, Ayuk or Kittle, and it wasn't to my cousin's guy, Debo, but Debo had a rushing touchdown. <laughs> Just killer, killer. Uh, Denver has not did not beat a single team in the AFC North. Apparently, that's their kryptonite no. uh, this year is uh, the AFC North. Denver is a bit of a surprise, though. 7-7, seven seven, I think they've already overachieved. So if they could make the playoffs, that'd be interesting. I had invited on a Broncos fan, um, Coach O'Neill, to join us this evening. Unfortunately, he was unavailable, but I said it would be nice to talk to him to have a, a fresh perspective after we always are talking about you know, the AFC East and the NFC East. Getting a little AFC West action uh, would be fine, so hopefully we can get him on again or get him on in the future. Um, 49ers-Falcons, I just talked about Jimmy Garoppolo. San Francisco's one. Um, three in a row at home now after losing eight of their first nine there over the last couple of years. Look out, San Francisco, eight and six all yeah. of a sudden. So I, I there they were a team that I was down on entering the year. There were they, people picking them to win the yeah. NFC. I was like, I just do not understand it. And the way the year started, I looked right. Okay. Now it doesn't look as good for me. That doesn't look well, as good. And and like they've Seemingly found their offense. You know that they're getting those weapons. Um, they're seemingly getting those weapons like in the right spot, and you know they're using Ayuk and they're using like those guys the right way. And yeah, hey, look out! So they, the 49ers beat the Falcons thirty-one to thirteen. Atlanta though sitting at six and eight again. I think they overachieved. I, I think they're they're moving right along. At I think. If you look at the Atlanta roster, for them to have won six games, I think is impressive. We talked yeah. about it last week, not having Calvin Ridley around. Right. They're using Cordero Patterson in a running back role. Right. They, they just have a bunch of no-name guys, by and large, at least to the, the, the larger um, viewing public. Who you look at that Atlanta roster? I just I don't know where you pick six wins from. So uh, good for them. They they came out on the short end today, but um, Atlanta definitely having a better season than, than expected. <sighs> By, by many. And then we, we mentioned at the beginning of the show, Baltimore, Green Bay, Ravens losing again with a missed two-point conversion. Our Green Bay up. wins 31-30 in Baltimore to move to 11-3 of the best record in the NFL. So is Green Bay the team to beat? Honestly, I'd say right now, yeah, I'd say they are the team to beat. I don't like saying that, but I'd say they are the team to beat. Um, who else in the NFC... Like right now, 
who in the NFC are you going to pick to go to Green, Green Bay and say they have a better chance to win than Green Bay would have? Like, I'm not saying it can't happen. Like, I'm not saying they're prohibitive favorites. But, like, there's not a team in the NFC right now that I'm saying goes to Lambeau in the mid-late January and I'm taking, I think, has a better chance to win that game than Green Bay does. You know what I mean? Like, no, and I'm with you. And, and all the common sense or normal uh, conditions no, apply. Right. And I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying, like, I don't – I mean, I guess you could say Tampa. You know, like – I think people just, will give them the benefit of the doubt as well, just after right. what happened last year. But right. I, well, I don't trust Aaron Rodgers or the Packers at large with what we've seen them choke over the last few years right. when it comes to that second season. I just, uh, it's just not, I, I just, I can't get into uh, Green Bay. I, I just, they're just, and I don't, I don't want to say it's just, me not liking Aaron Rodgers, but they've also proved it or haven't proved it on the field too many times. Right. Um, And I hope they continue to do so. So, and I told you before the show, I'm going on record saying Green Bay is not going to win the NFC this year. Everything you just said makes it seem like it should be them, but someone, someone's like, imagine having like, they went from Brett Favre. 30 years. It was Ross Tucker. 30 years of hall of fame quarterback play. Right. They've only won the NFC three times and only have two Super Bowl titles. Right. I'm trying to think. In 30 who did, years. Who did they lose to when they went to the Super Bowl? Who, the Packers? Yeah. The Broncos. Okay. That's what I thought, but I wasn't 100% sure. Um, so Aaron Rodgers has only been to the Super Bowl once? And he won it? And he beat the Steelers. They beat the Steelers, yeah. I th- Is that right? Like that just didn't sound right to me. It doesn't sound right, but I think it is right. I think it is. I think so. They, but that's the thing. Right. They come up short in big moments all the time. Right. All the time. Don't get me wrong. I'm. I'm I mean, I'm happy for, about I'm it. Forever grateful. That, to that's beat the great. I, 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 I write. <laughs> uh, my dad says right now, if I had to pick NFC Championship, he would say Tampa Bay, Green Bay, yeah, and AFC, right. say Kansas City, New England. Um, that's like my worst nightmare. Come. Like all together, I think we were a similar situation last year. I pinned all my hopes on Kansas City. It came up short, unfortunate. Um, I don't want to have to do that again because once again, I would want it to be Kansas City, Tampa Bay. Hopefully, Kansas City could come out on top there, but I can't have New England in there. That is a no go, and I don't want Green Bay. If it's Green Bay, New England, I'm not watching. That's a lie. I'm not watching. Nope, I'm not watching. I am not watching. You're oh, if it's New England, Tampa Bay, I am not watching. Yes, you are. No, I'm not yes, watching. You are. Check back with me in February. Ask me on Valentine's Day if I watched. That's like, that's like to me. Honestly, I can't even imagine. Like, if it was Dallas anymore, I don't know that there's an AFC team I dislike enough to to not watch. That I like. It wouldn't matter. Like, if it was Dallas against anyone, I'm rooting for anyone. Um, <laughs> Like I would root for the Steelers over Dallas, but that's probably that doesn't surprise me. That's probably as close as it gets to I'm not watching. Like my dad says, and you mentioned this earlier in the show. Unless Dallas gets their offense fixed, there's no chance they're going to be able to compete with Green Bay. Well, and they can't get fixed. Like it's not because earlier in the year they were lighting it up. They were right. moving things around and really they're well. Good, but like they need some time. Right. So. I, I don't know. I don't know. For some reason, he's giving me the middle finger. I don't know what that's <laughs> about. 
Uh, you're going to need a few more of those uh, emojis to uh, count the number of years you now have uh, to your name. So, uh, but since it's not quite the end of the show, but I'll say it now. Happy birthday to my dad. Yeah. Happy birthday to you yesterday. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, we got this back-to-back birthday thing going in my family. Um, my my sister continued the tradition when Logan was born, now almost three years ago, as uh, he was born the day before her birthday. I was born the day before my dad's birthday. And now that was 37 long years ago, if you can believe it. I can believe it. I think you can believe it. You're, you're pretty close. You got a few months on me. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, There's part of me that likes the way the NFL season has gone, from, not from a Dolphins perspective, but just like a football fan that, perspective. Like, there's so many that, teams. Oh, man, there's, you know, there's 32 teams in the league, and I don't want to say like 20 have a realistic shot at the Super Bowl, but I mean, they kind of do. I mean, we've seen the Steelers and other teams that make it at 9-7 and seven and make the Super Bowl or yeah. win the Super Bowl. Right. Team that gets healthy or hot right now is is really good, and that's why I don't count out the Cowboys yet because – They've gotten healthy. Like, they've gotten healthy. If they get hot, right. look out. But let's see who's we'll see. this year's Tampa Bay. Will there be a team like that? Right. Uh, we'll find out. But get him. Get Leonard Fournette. Fumble. Yeah, Strip. my guy just shredded yeah, his you, knee. Um, so I'm in trouble. That's unfortunate for so many reasons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the least of which is my fantasy team. Like oh, I, I thought that was number one. <laughs> like Chris Godwin, who's on – a franchise tag just yeah. possibly blew out his knee. And uh, on the defending Super Bowl champions, possibility of winning right. again. Oh, Penn and State he's, had, he's had a ton of catches the last two weeks. He's been their hottest receiver the last two weeks. Um, yeah, you just hate to see that. No, I hate, yeah, absolutely. I hate when those type of injuries just oh, – I thought I saw something fly. I thought he fumbled. Um but, Reminds so, me of the old man game. His helmet came off. The good news is his head wasn't in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, in what, five days, yeah, All Madden know. is yeah. premiering on Fox at like 2 o'clock leading into the evening right, game. Right. I'm very excited to. I probably will tape it. I doubt I'll get to watch that live. But what else it, do you have going on? Well, who knows? Kids, you know, ah, family, what, what do you need? No, I got John Madden. Go, go That's all he needs. Switch That's lights. right. Yeah. I'm gonna go. you know, to set up those... So to set those up, I had to add my profile to each of them. Oh, I had to test to make sure everything was working. Right. Last night, Kelly is like giving me the side eye as she's hearing a Sonic the Hedgehog play. I'm like, I'm just testing. I'm just making sure it works. She's like, yeah. mm-hmm. you're on level 34. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard there's a glitch at the 35th right. level. I'm just making sure that that doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, so all Madden on Fox uh, leading up to the, the Christmas Day game. There's two Christmas Day games. Uh, since yeah. Christmas is a Saturday. So it'll be interesting uh, to watch that. I think it's going to be really, really good. That It's amazing the the respect and adulation that John Madden has from, obviously, past, you know right. why, coach and then legendary broadcaster, but even current guys who are playing now that they never called, he never called their games. Right. Well, and but they talk guys, to Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, and they have just this reverence for when, him. When did Madden stop announcing games? Like Ten or eleven years ago, right? Like, so like the There's guys an entire coming, generation now, yeah, that don't really have anything other than YouTube videos, right? Right. But that was the thing that was cool in the article I read on the Athletic about them making this and how it came together, and 
could they get John to commit to it and be on screen right. and everything? They were like, because he's real supportive of the idea. Like, he, he was yeah. really open to it, but they're like, he doesn't really He's do self-conscious interviews. about, because of his age now. Right. He's in his 80s. Right. He doesn't hear very well, and his voice isn't as booming. But uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. I think it's going to be very, very uh, interesting, very well done. And they said that they requested interviews with 38 people. Not a single person turned right. them down. They right. interviewed all 38 people they wanted to, including huge names. Like, I believe right. Peyton Manning. And, and Tom, was Tom Brady also listed there, too? I think he might have been. I think he might have been. But, like, I saw – this was a discussion a long time ago, and they were, like, basically saying – this is back on the old Mike and Mike radio shows. They were talking about how they're, like – Madden has a legitimate shot to eventually end up in the Hall of Fame for three different categories as an announcer, that is crazy. as an influencer of the game, and as a coach. Like that he like and they're like and they basically broke it down. They're like you can you can make a a Hall of Fame worthy case in each of the three categories. And honestly, again, this is generational, but like the influencer of the game, like by and far, like. He revolutionized video well, games in general. When like, sports video games exist the way they do because of Madden. Like, people, w- when you're playing sports games, I'm going to go play FIFA. I'm going to go play 2K, which is M- NBA right, 2K. Right. I'm going to go play college football. Yeah. I'm going to go play NF. No, I'm going to go play Madden. Madden. I'm right. going to go play Madden. And everyone knows you're going to play a pro football game, American right. football video game. Right. But they don't say I'm going to go play NFL. I'm, you know, they play. I'm going to go play Madden because that. Oh, that's a good sign. Oh my! For gosh. Chris Godwin, up and running. We'll see. Um, Maybe I'll come in and score three touchdowns. <laughs> don't call it a comeback. Put him in there. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? So yeah. I'm just saying how terrible it is. I'm like, get out there, sacrifice your leg. There's one thing that you just said about three Hall of Fame careers for John Madden. People talk about that, about Tom Brady, about how you can split up his, like, segments of his career and that he had a Hall of Fame career in just each Yeah, but there are no asterisks on any of John Madden's careers. (laughs) No, none none in there. Oh, man. I'm not sure my uncle's listening tonight. I don't think he is, but I feel like we're going to get a midweek email. We might have a midweek email coming. Speaking of, as we wrap up here, uh, obviously, we're not going to do a show next Sunday. It's the day after Christmas. We both are going to be... uh, Doing more events with families uh, over the holidays. Families. Yeah, family <laughs> requirements. But I would like to do a show in between Christmas and New Year's. I don't know that Justin will be around. Um, certainly not in person. I-, I doubt he'll be able to join us at least for any lengthy duration via phone. Um so I'm I'm looking to see who I can come in get to come in here. I'd like to do it live with someone. So I'll talk to a few people. Aiming right now for Tuesday the 28th, because um, if there's COVID delays, there might be football to, to watch. Um, no, hopefully that doesn't happen for a second week in a row. But we, I am planning on having a show sometime in the next yes, ten days sir. or so. Uh, so episode 344, tentatively Tuesday, December 28th. Uh, Post-Christmas, pre-New Year's, uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, but I don't want to miss a week. We missed so much of this show just doing Bulldog Hour right. throughout the fall. I don't want to skip, and I know we're probably going to have to skip uh, at the end of January when uh, my, my daughter's birthday right, is. Right. So, uh, And then we always take off the night of the Super Bowl because we just want to let the NFL have that night. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what's hanging around, hanging out there. But 
Um, yeah, anything anything else you wanted to talk about, Justin, as we uh, head into uh, Christmas here and we're getting close to putting a bow on week 15 of the NFL? No, it's just it's it's pretty cool how there's so much um there there's so many teams that are still in it. Um I think that's good for the NFL overall. Like I we talked about this a little bit last week. I think it's good when there are some great teams and um you know there are teams for the NFL it's good when the teams that people love to love or hate are good. So like Tampa Bay being good is good because of Tom Brady being there, not because of Tampa Bay, because Tampa Bay in general, people really couldn't care less about in terms of, you know what I mean? Like if they were good without Tom Brady, like if it was Jameis still there, like no one would care. People would watch because they're good, but not to the ways they watch because Tom Brady's there. Um, Dallas, Moves the needle. Yes. New England now moves uh, now, the needle. Not when we were kids. The last like when we years, were kids, they were just a team. They were a laughing stock. And, and they, they were the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. They were the Jets. Yeah. Imagine being a Jets fan and Bill Belichick was your coach for a day and then left to be New England's coach. <sighs> Rough. That's one of those crazy stories. That is a crazy story. Um, Bill Belichick, I, best Jets coach ever, right? I guess I – well, he didn't lose. <laughs> I guess I never finished that thought. I, was, I said about how – you know, it's probably good that there's 20 teams that are in the running for playoffs and that you could make an argument maybe that they could make the Super Bowl or something. But honestly, I like it better. I like it better when there are like good teams. No, I know. Like, I don't like it. But what we say it all the time in terms of like your organization, you don't want your team to be before it was, uh, you know, six and 10 to right. nine and right. seven. Like, you so don't want to be in that zone. Right. We have so many teams in that zone right, right. now. Right. Well, that's like I, I said to my dad today. I was like, I want the Eagles game against the Cowboys to not matter one way or the other. I want them to either be like maybe in a wild card spot and it not matter. Or maybe it just doesn't matter to the Cowboys, you know, but like I want it to not matter. Or, and this sounds terrible, but like the worst thing that can happen is the Eagles to win three out of four and be the best team to miss the playoffs. Now, right. They still are going to have three first-round picks because Carson Wentz, unless something really crazy happens, hit his threshold last night. And they are also trending towards the playoff, which would lower the percentage threshold um, that he would actually need to play. Now, those picks aren't going to be as high as what they looked like maybe the first month of the season. They had three three top ten picks for a little while. But that's okay. And honestly, that's – that's fine. Yeah, because <laughs> that's fine. all the teams that they needed to suck, including themselves, did suck. And now right. all the te- now all the teams that the picks they have, including their own, are better. Right. So like imagine imagine it, and this is what I was trying to say. Like imagine if they do sneak into that seventh spot and lose in the first round of the playoffs. But imagine being a playoff team that has three first round picks. You know, like not a bit, not a terrible spot to be. Um I, you know what my next question is though. Yeah, I hope they don't take Kenny Pickett. I'll tell you that oh, much. No, that, no, I was okay. going to say, do you trust Howie to not screw it up? No, Howie is absolutely going to screw it up. But if we have three, he might get one right. And here's the thing. As much as I give Howie crap because he's screwed up a ton, there have been guys who have been playing well for the Eagles this year who are guys that he drafted. The problem is like, oh, my gosh. yeah, They're just they're so bad. There's so many mistakes. Like the mistakes he's made have been huge mistakes. And that's that's the problem. 
Like he hasn't hit home runs with his draft picks for the most part, but he's struck out looking a lot. <laughs> you know, like that's rough. Oh, that's that's another thing I want that grinds my gears. You know what grinds my gears? How many today? How many fourth downs did we see teams throw the ball a yard short, short or early in the game? The Ravens. I know you're the backup quarterback. He ran out of bounds on fourth down. Yeah. Now he was he was like that. tackled out of bounds, but he didn't throw it. Throw the ball. Throw the ball. The Titans threw the ball. It was fourth and six. They threw it five yards. Um, it, it happened in multiple games today. Guys threw it a yard short, and I just. Do you think that's Poor play design, poor play execution, poor coaching to be like, hey, this, but like this goes all the way back to, I mean, honestly, middle school, like even little league. I, I think it's game sense. Field I think it's game sense. Think about how many. Right. NFL- so then it's poor play execution. Not, right. Not, right. It wasn't drawn up poorly. It just was right. executed poorly. I think because I think there are plays where it's like, oh, you know, what, what we would call like seven back to five. But if it's like Case fourth and six, then like. You, as a coach, should not have to tell your professional wide receiver, hey, that's hey. not seven to five. It's eight to six this time. Right. You know, like, or right. nine to seven. You know, right. like, you shouldn't have to tell your professional. Right. If I, if at I, the same time, I look at it every time there's a tie, there's always NFL players saying they didn't know that you could tie in the NFL. So, like, I don't put it all on, like, the coaches or the play call. I think, and, and sometimes the defense forces your hand and you got to get rid of the ball early. I, I understand that. But here's a here's a brilliant idea. You don't think that they're gonna bring pressure like on fourth down? Like if you're gonna throw short, I'd rather you throw a screen. <laughs> like right. Yeah, because at least then you have linemen coming to possibly spring the guy. Right. Like if, if you think they're gonna bring like the zero blitz, like teams have really fallen in love with that. Um if you think they're going to bring that like zero blitz and and bring everyone and get the ball out of your hand quick, why not do that instead of throwing, you know, to a guy? And sometimes the guy's coming across like which I get because you you've got multiple options there. But if he's coming across. He's not running in the direction he needs to to get the first down. Right. Oh man, it's just frustrating. It is frustrating, very and it's, much so. Yeah, it's games that like I don't really care, like Tennessee and Pittsburgh. I don't really care, but we like good football. But like, how do you throw short of the sticks? Like, I don't. No, it's a great question. It's one. Also, how can you not kick the football? How many extra points? Oh yeah, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't want to get into this because we're at the right, end. Right. But I, I still don't get why they felt the need to push that back, like. I don't think it makes the game better. Like, if people roll their eyes and are like, I missed another kick, missed another extra right. point. Like, I mean, it does add a dimension because people like never missed the kicks before. And right. they do now. But like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really get it. I, yeah. Whew. So, all right. Well, I think that's it for us here on episode 343 of the Joe Mason J rap show. Uh, we talked about nearly every game about the NFL week 15 here in 2021. And we've got four and a half games left to go. Um, best wishes to Chris Godwin. Hopefully that injury isn't serious for him. And this Tampa Bay game against new Orleans, which the bucks are are winning was six, nothing. I think yeah. at the moment. 
Um, I'd be okay with it ending that way if it means Fournette doesn't get in the end zone. So we'll see what happens. As many of us are in our fantasy football playoffs, and those are uh, very, very uh, necessary or unnecessary points that could be left on the field. But much like the Thursday night game where I went to bed in the fourth quarter and the game (laughs) has not a scoring affair, Patrick Mahomes had seven points against me in my league, and I woke up and he had 34. And I, I only didn't see the last, what, 13 minutes of the game. You know, I went to bed right at the end of the third quarter, and I, I, I couldn't believe it when I woke up and I saw that he had done that much damage in fourth quarter and overtime. Uh, I just couldn't believe it. But I'm not, not done yet. So right, come on, Dalvin Cook. Come on, Antonio Gibson. And Gibson, 200 yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> if I say it, it'll happen, right? I hope not. <laughs> I'm going to have to keep saying it. So anything uh, anything for you to say before we're gone? We won't see you until the new year. So That's crazy. Yeah. Have, 2022. Yeah. Have a great, have a great holiday and yeah. Enjoy. 2020 part three. Enjoy being 37. <laughs> Thanks. How, how is it? Just more things hurt. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure that that's possible for me, but uh, we'll see. I guess I'm only one day into this thing, so still got 364 to go. Pace yourself. <laughs> All right. Once again, happy birthday to my dad, Bill. Thanks for watching. Um, oh, he said he's not paying us. May Sandwich Up isn't paying us to not have a show, so we better have a show um, in the next week or so. So, uh, you know. I got the ultimatum, so I guess I got to figure something out. All right. Thanks for watching or listening, everyone. (laughs) No, I'll tell you later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Your conscience got the best of you there. Yes. All right. Thanks for listening. I hope everyone has a Merry Christmas and has been having a great holiday season. And I'll be back with a guest uh, in about seven to ten days, which is, uh, I believe, what now Amazon's two-day shipping is. So (laughs) have a good one, everyone. That's a wrap on this episode of the Joe Mays and J-Rap Show, brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop. You can watch each weekly episode live on Facebook, Periscope, or YouTube. Be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your email to the Mays Sandwich Shop inbox at Raff at gmail.com. The Joe Mays and JRAF Show is a part of the JMNJR Radio Network, home to other productions such as the Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time...